welcome to the Self-Care Superstar. I am Don, your host. So, today, just thinking, finally dropped the kid off for school. She's going for two days a week, which gives me two days of driving home time where I get to talk about stuff. And today's stuff is hating your skin healthy. Now, I got this idea from Jessica Ortner, I think it is, from the Tapping Books. I think she did the, thinking of the weight loss one maybe. Where she said, you can't hate yourself happy. And that is so true because as young people, we kind of think that's how it works. Like if we're mean enough to ourselves that we will change, right? I think it's like the super ego where if we are criticizing and unkind enough that we will get, you know, some sort of obedience from this other part of us. I think it might be the id. Anyway, um, and the same thing, I mean, that just applies to everything. You can't hate yourself healthy you can't hate your skin healthy. You can't really hate anything into a state of well-being. And so applying it to the skin, I'm thinking of the clients that I have that tend to overdo the skincare treatments. Because I was thinking about myself. I'm like, okay, well, I just did microneedling the day before yesterday. And I don't want to do anything super aggressive because that could create inflammation, which could create aging. But a lot of people I know, they almost have this body dysmorphia of their face, so I guess we could call it skin dysmorphia. They tend to think that if they are harsh enough to their skin, their skin will obey. And that is absolutely not the case. I don't think that's the case with anything, you know, in in the human body. If you are mean enough to it, it will do the right thing. If you are kind to your skin, it will do the right thing. As much as possible, you know, as much as humanly possible, because we have obviously you know, aging bodies and aging cells and things like that. And so we have to actually support these systems instead of making life more difficult, like making life more difficult for your skin. And so you don't really want to, you don't really ever want to overdo the chemical peels. You don't want to overdo the chemicals in general. You don't want to over exfoliate um, with like granular exfoliants and things like that. And you know, you just want to support the body and support the skin. So all of these things that we think we're doing well, that we think we're, you know, really getting the anti-aging done is actually pro-aging. And I feel like sometimes it's, it's a, almost a form of abuse, like self-abuse when you overdo it because like you're making your skin the whipping boy, you know, for everything that you feel bad or angry about. And that's not okay. And so I think one way to actually live better, to like live well, live better, is to start with one thing where you're going to be kind to yourself. And this could actually be things like drinking the 64 ounces of water that we're supposed to drink. As a matter of fact, I need to get that set up today because I don't do that very well either. So this kind of thing, being supportive is this kind of thing where you pick, you know, if you're not in the habit of it, you pick one thing and you nail that habit, you know, drinking the water or as far as skincare goes, that might be changing your cleansers, you know, like not using harsh cleansers, but using something that's more gentle. So really, and, and the thing is, is our emotions are really tied into our self-care quite a bit. And if our emotions aren't healthy, our self-care might not be healthy either. Now, we can dump a lot of money into things like um, fillers and, you know, treatments and things like that. But if it's not coming from a loving place inside of you, it's not really going to be very beneficial. You know, it's like if you watered your plants and then you talked mean to them. 
I think that, you know, they, they've said that if you talk to your plants, you, they do better. But I think you almost have to talk nice to them. I don't think I've ever looked at a study on this. Uh, I've heard that it's the, I can't remember if it's carbon dioxide. Carbon, I think it's carbon dioxide, right? I need to figure out how to remember that. That you breathe out and that that's plants air. And so it's, you know, if you're talking to your plants, they're getting that air. But I don't really think so because I think you'd have to get awfully close to a plant and talk to it for a little, you know, a little while in order for that to be the reason your plants do better if you talk to them. I feel like it's more energetic. And so if you're doing one thing that's supposed to make you look better and maybe even feel better, but you're also being negative towards yourself, I don't think you're going to have the benefits that you would if you were kinder to yourself. So start maybe with one habit where you actually intentionally decide to be kind to yourself. You know what? And do it literally intentionally out of kindness to your body. And then get really good at that one habit and then switch. Don't switch actually. Add a second good healthy habit where you're going to do it with this intention of kindness towards yourself. And build on that. And in that way, maybe we can make a little more progress towards self-love instead of self-loathing. Instead of trying to hate ourselves healthy. So really love the concept that Jessica put out with, you know, trying to hate yourself happy. Because I think that is so true on so many levels that we try to hate ourselves into submission and obedience so that we can be happy when really what we have to do is be happy to begin with. So this has been, I don't know, what would you, what would you call that? A self-care minute? A self-care almost six minutes with um, self-care superstar. Anyway, have a wonderful everything and I'll talk to you all next time.